Deptford, New Jersey, the road to nowhere. Originally marketed as an expressway from Camden to Cape May, Route 55 in South New Jersey has had its share of mishaps and bloody carnage. When work started in the 1950s, funds soon dried up and only 24 miles were built from Port Elizabeth to Malaga. And if you're looking at a map, it's right at Route 40, leaving a 13-mile gap that wasn't bridged until its third phase in 1989, which locals soon coined as the road to nowhere. Although dried up funds and incompetent construction management might be a nightmare to taxpayers, what happened during its second phase in 1983 was truly a horror story. Native American curses and all. When news spread that construction would restart to finish the work on the highway, the towns nearby were thrilled. The population since the 50s had grown and the current roads were pretty backed up. The new road would offer a much needed alternative route and also, as promised in the 50s, a straight shot right to the shore. So when the construction crew under Native American artifacts causing Sachem Wawandaga, the chief and medicine man of the Delaware Indians, to protest the continuation of the construction, people were frustrated. The chief even held a press conference imploring the work to cease given the likelihood of sacred ground. And, like a true horror story, he warned that the dead might seek revenge. Although alternative routes were proposed, the construction continued and his ominous warning was ignored. And that's when things got bad. Just months into the construction, a crew member was killed by an asphalt roller truck. An inspector died of a brain aneurysm. Wind blew a worker off a bridge. Another worker who often spoke about the curse died of cancer. And a few other crew members suffered heart attacks. Oh, and a van carrying five crew members burst into flames for no apparent reason. By the job's end, most workers were indeed convinced that the road was cursed some not even wanting their name to be included in any quotes or news articles so that there was no more affiliation with it. But in 1989, at the end of its third phase, this was all behind local officials when the governor, Thomas Keene, snipped a nice ribbon officially opening the connecting section of highway. Since then, the long-sought Port Elizabeth to Cape May extension has still yet to materialize, and though many ideas were developed, a fourth and possible final phase has yet to break ground. And what was the cost of the many thrown out plans from all these years? Oh, just two billion taxpayer dollars. Perhaps just another caveat of the Delaware Indian curse. Now, Route 55 is similar to other highways in that there are occasional and unfortunate deaths that happen on the road. I won't go into the grim detail of these occurrences, but you can easily find them for yourself online. Can we equate that to a curse? From afar, that seems unlikely, but interestingly enough, locals claim that the majority of these accidents and the general misfortunes on the road seem to happen on that famously cursed line. So does disrupted land that was once blessed by Native Americans bring on curses to those that walk on it? Perhaps shaking up the sacred ground of communities that were very in tune with spirituality in the earth is the driving force in their power. I do know that the power of curses, or at least the effect of them, intrigues us. We certainly do write about the power of them, and this lore inspired some of the most horrifying books and later film adaptions, films that actually are my favorite ones to watch during the Halloween season, that don't seem so bad after learning about the occurrences in the 1980s while building Route 55. Or it's all coincidence and bad things just 
happen? I'll let you decide for yourself, and maybe you can take a trip down the road to nowhere and document your experience through Deptford. Me? Well, I don't mess with curses, but I look forward to your research. Thank you so much for listening. I'm thankful for all of our new followers and listeners. I'm so happy to be able to share my love for the paranormal with you all. A big special thank you to Darren Curtis for providing the music to this podcast. If you have information on local lore near you or just want to drop me a line, email me at brian at findinglocallore.com. Stay safe, everyone. It's scary out there. <laughs>